Hey, grace and peace, everybody. It's been a minute. <laughs> have um, had a lot going on, but nevertheless, um, just wanted to um, bid you greetings in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and welcome you to Soteria Prophetic Ministries. Um, have a few moments to share with you today, and I'm going to bring a topic that I pray will um, will bless you and help some of you maybe gain some insight about why God has done some of the things that He's done in your life. Um, so I'm going to read a scripture. Uh, this is in Exodus one eleven. Excuse me, Exodus chapter one verse eleven. And I'm going to pull this out of context because it's it's a point that I want to make. Okay, um, Exodus one eleven. And therefore they did set over them taskmasters to afflict them with their burdens, and they built for Pharaoh treasure cities, Pethom and Ramses. Um, so therefore, they did set over them taskmasters to afflict them with their burdens. Um, and I, that's, I'm just going to, again, I'm pulling that completely out of context because there's a point that I need to make out of that. I was, um, well, you guys should know that all of my message really are, messages are built, are born um, out of prayer, meditation and things of that nature. Um, and so, you know, I just, I kind of, as, as I was in prayer this morning, I said, God, I said, you know, I looked back over my life 40 plus years and I said, Lord, why has, why has it been kind of the, the standard or the norm that my managers, supervisors, parents, spiritual leaders have been hard, you know? Um, and I don't mean hard as in mean, but hard as in, um, you know, just, challenging, demanding, um, you know, restrictive things of that nature. And, and hear my heart, please hear my heart. Don't take this out of context. I'm not complaining. It was just an observation. Um, I'm coming out of a, I don't know if you all know, but I work for the school system. And so we're preparing for, um, for uh, a back to school. And so we've been in workshops and training and seminars and all of that. Uh, and so that's really one of the reasons why I haven't been able to spend time with you all because it has been exhausting. But I've noticed uh, that even my um, immediate supervisors were um, were strict. And I don't have an issue with that at all. I mean, you know, because, listen, you do what you're supposed to do and you'll be fine. So that's not an issue. Again, hear my heart. I'm not complaining. I'm not whining. I'm not throwing people under the bus. I'm making an observation that I married to Scripture that I feel is going to bring a valid point. And it's going to help a lot of you. So, you know, I just, you know, as I was thinking about (laughs) my training and and things, and by the time I'm done, I mean, I'm like mentally fatigued to where I just don't want to talk to anybody. I'm just done. And, And so just in that, as I was praying, I said, Lord, I said, um, why has it been that my supervisors and my instructors and those who've been, even my college instructors have been really strict. I'm, I, I can't think of one that just sort of, and, and not that they should, but you know, I can't think of one that would just kind of, you know, be laid back and just kind of let you be. Um, but it seems like for me, okay. And I'm going to make this personal for a minute. It just seems like for me, um, those who have had charge over me in whatever capacity, all right, from my normal, from my spiritual, uh, from my natural parents to my spiritual leaders to those in the workplace, even to those in um, academics, have expected a lot from me. And again, that was my observation. And through that, Lord ministered to me, and He said, "Because uh, this is what was required to develop you." And and that was where the aha moment came in. And, I, and again, I, and I reflected again on. Um, what I've been able to achieve, even in very short, and when I say short, I mean short periods of time, 
Whereas it would have taken maybe someone else a, a year or a couple of years or what have you. But with me, and I'm just making this personal for a minute, as I've looked back over my life and I've you know, found myself that it has been the norm to have these kind of strict people over me. Um, you know, I found that in the course of that, if I submitted, which I'm, I'm a, you know, I'm, listen, I, I'm, I'm, I am a very humble person. So, you know, you won't get kicked back from me. I mean, if there's an issue, I'll address it and we'll talk about it. But I'm not one of those that, that buck. You know, I, I don't buck against the system. I, I mean, I know how to submit to the powers that be those that God has ordained. Um, so th- that's not, you know, that wouldn't be an issue for me. Um, but I, I, I've noticed that as I have submitted to these people over the course of my life, um, I've noticed um, tremendous favor with these same people, the same ones um, who, you know, had charge over me and who, you know, were very strict and, and you know, held um, very high expectations of me. I noticed that as I in, in some cases I may have struggled to comply OK, because compliance doesn't always come second nature. Uh, you know, it, it it just it may take a minute for some people or in some situations may take you a minute. Um, so there have been seasons where I've struggled to comply. Not that I didn't want to. It's just that sometimes the work was just um, it was a little difficult for me to grasp or the concept was a little difficult for me to grasp. But I found that as I as I came into compliance, that God gave me favor with those individuals and doors opened for me. So, you know, I, I gave you Exodus 111, you know, to, to kind of give you a scriptural foundation of what it looks like when, you know, you have a hard taskmaster, when you have someone who has charge of you in, in whichever capacity and, um, and, and they're expecting something from you that um, you may not feel you have the capacity to give. Now, in Israel's case, God did that for a purpose. And so that's why I wanted to say that I'm pulling that out of context. I'm not preaching that. I just wanted to use that scripture as a point. But in Israel's case, it was because, you know, <clears throat> the time of their deliverance was at hand. And somebody needs to catch this. The time of Israel's deliverance was at hand. And so sometimes God has to tighten the wheel. Um, God has to, you know, has to, you know, tighten up some things in order to get our attention. Um, and, and so, you know, sometimes we can become so complacent and so, um, comfortable in a certain environment or situation or around a certain uh, group of people to where we'll just never move forward. You know, we'll just, even if it's in a toxic environment, um, we'll just stay, we'll stay there. Um, so, but in their case, that his Pharaoh's heart had to be hardened because of what God wanted them to gravitate to what he wanted them to cry out for deliverance. He wanted them to cry out for um, a, a, you know, for a breakthrough. And so, again, that's not my point, but I, I wanted to at least uh, honor the scripture and lend credence to it to help you understand what that means. Um, because as a result of their hard taskmaster, they cried out. And we know the story and that, you know, Moses was called and, you know, praise the Lord. <laughs> but in, in our situations, many times, or at least it's true in my case, um, there have been hard taskmasters assigned because of something that needs to be developed. And, and, and listen, to the extent that it needs to be developed. In other words, um, if there is a discipline that God wants you to adhere to, then he's going to put a disciplinarian. And I don't, you know, and, and I say that in terms of whoever that person in charge of you is, um, they're going to be strict with you. They're not going to cut corners with you. They're not going to patty cake you, or babysit you or baby walk you and let you crawl when you're supposed to walk. They're, they're going to, you know, I think about a, um, 
a fitness coach I had about a year ago, year maybe two years ago, and I showed up to um, our um, appointment late. And it wasn't my, it really wasn't my fault. There was a train that delayed me. And I, you know, I, you know, if you live near trains, you already know how that works. And so you got to wait for this train to just kind of take its time to, you know. And, and so I left my house on time, but the train delayed me. So by the time I arrived to my appointment, um, you know, he drilled me. And he said, you're supposed to be here at nine o'clock and this is supposed to happen and that's supposed to happen. And, you know, you hire it. I mean, he really, now, <clears throat> He drew me. Now I could have said, well, it was the train. It, you know, I, I could have given him every excuse. And in that case, it really was a legitimate excuse because he probably heard the train and he, you know, the, um, the facility was not that far from the train track. <laughs> so, you know, you should know how this train runs. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I could have pulled that card, but you know, for what? The fact of the matter was I was late by whatever means. It caused me to be late. It did not change the fact that I was late. You see what I'm saying? And so it took that. And let me tell you something. I bet I wasn't late again. I would leave early. I think I took a different route uh, to avoid the train. And so, again, you know, many times we look at people and, and, and you know, and we're wondering why they're so hard. Why they expect so much from me. Why they act, you know, why, why can't I get away with anything? Why does, why do I have to do it this way? Why can't I do it my way? Why can't I do it the way I used to? There are reasons why, um, you are, um, being held accountable, <clears throat> excuse me, to people who hold high expectations of you. And I'm telling you, you know, this this year, um, I have supervisors, immediate supervisors who demand a lot from me. And it's cool. I don't have a problem with that because I can do it. Um, but sometimes even and I'll even say this, even in training, um, there were certain exercises and certain activities that um, we had to do. And I was I was um, what's the word I want to use? I was critiqued, not harshly, but thoroughly. And you want to know something? Times like that will really help you gauge how mature you are in terms of dealing with something. When somebody brings um, an issue to your attention that you thought maybe you were doing well and come to find out there was, that was an area for growth and they point set out for you. Um, so, you know, they pointed something out. Well, one of them did. And it was a very thorough <laughs> criticism, constructive criticism. And you know what? I accepted it. I took it and I used that as a teachable moment. Because no matter how strong I may be in other areas, there's always someone who can help fine tune and sharpen some other areas in your life that are not so much. And so we shy away from people or for those in leadership positions who have the grace to correct you, who have the grace to uh, to fine tune you. Um, If we shy away from that, then we really cripple and limit ourselves. You know, we handicap our ability to grow. We handicap our ability to um, to flourish uh, because we don't want to be pruned. We don't want to be cut. And so we just want to grow up no matter how crooked and cross <laughs> cross eyed we may that growth may appear. We just don't touch me. You know, it hurts too much to cut me. It hurts too much to address me. And then so then if the your root system is affected by, you know, the fact that you don't want to be trimmed, you don't want to be pruned, you don't want to be purged, you don't want to be, you know, you just want to grow up, then, <clears throat> you know, it really is going to affect your production. 
your ability to produce, your ability to manifest, your ability to grow is really going to affect that. Um, so, you know, that's just a thought that I want to throw out to you guys. Um, like I said, um, you know, even <clears throat> I'm about to start my fall semester and um, one of my instructors, I've, you know, I'm taking her another course through her again and she's very strict. You know, she's a lawyer, so, you know, go figure. And and she's petty when it comes to papers and things. But you know what? It fine-tunes my gift as a writer. So, you know, I I, I just want to challenge you. I'm getting ready to come off and, and go, go to work. But I want to challenge you in terms of not running away from some of those hard taskmasters. Now, granted, there are some people <clears throat> who are just off the chain. I totally get it, right? This is not a free pass for anybody who comes at you any kind of way. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, you know, understand and ask the Holy Spirit to show you when God has planted a leader, church leader, life leader, whatever, okay? He's planted a leader in your life who may not necessarily laugh at every joke, who may not necessarily, um, you know what I'm saying? smile all the time but it's not about that don't frustrate the purpose of certain relationships you know 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 who your friends are know who your mentors are know who your teachers are there's a diff there's a very uh, uh um there's a differentiate different there's a uh, uh it differentiates so don't group everybody in the same box you're gonna frustrate yourself um you know not everybody's your friend not everybody is is your your pal you know so don't even look for that Okay, do what you call to do in in whichever assignment season you're in and let that be that. But don't look for a buddy and pal um, from someone who doesn't have that assignment in your life because you're going to frustrate their purpose. You're going to frustrate your purpose, going to frustrate your season, and you're not going to get out of that what you were supposed to get. Okay, if you need a friend, find a friend somewhere else. But, you know, in certain capacities, it's not a friend zone. You know, and I'm not saying it's a hostile zone. I'm just saying it's not a friend. It's not for you to get common and carnal. You know, it's not for you to have lunch together and join Facebook pages together. That's not what God is doing. So don't frustrate that. Okay. Um, so for those of you who do have those hard taskmasters, um, that they, they, yeah, they do, they put pressure on you. But if God is allowing that, you, if you are a person, a purpose of which I know you are, and God has allowed that, in your workspace, in your church space, in your school space or community space or whatever your thing looks like, you know, submit to that. It submit to what they are challenging you to do because they are they are graced to pull something out of you that you didn't even know you had. Um, and in Israel's case, they may push you closer to your destiny. Pharaoh's purpose, God hardened his heart because it was time. For their breakthrough, it was time for their deliverance. They had become complacent. They had multiplied, grew, and they made a. Uh, they made a. Uh, um, they they built in the wilderness in in their you know in that particular season. They built there, and, and that was never God never expected um, Israel to stay in Egypt. And I know Joseph brought his whole family in, but that was not the destined plan of God. Plan of God, and so sometimes we just build a camp in temporary temporary places. And God has to come through and, and shake that um, to get us back on, on course with our purpose. So I pray that we've said a few things to encourage your heart and um, certainly miss um, fellowshipping with you all. Um, pray our strength as we begin to start up a new school year, that it will be productive and that I can serve um, my students. Um, and um, we'll come back at the next appointed time. Grace and peace.